Hello and welcome to the She's Busy AF podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Bordelon. I'm a former marketing agency owner turned marketing mentor. I'm a lover of all things tequila, travel, Taylor Swift, plants, and helping busy AF entrepreneurs sell the living heck out of their businesses. My podcast is filled with marketing and business knowledge to help you truly excel both personally and professionally in your entrepreneurial journey. You'll put down your phone after each episode and be infused with techniques and practices that allow you to work less in your business and more on your business so you can ultimately step back when you want and enjoy the sweet, sweet fruits of your blood, sweat, and tears-filled labor. So with that being said, open up your note app or your favorite notebook and let's jump on into the She's Busy AF podcast. All right, welcome back to another episode of She's Busy AF. We have a guest today, super excited. We have Christina Bazell, and she is a public relations strategist. She's the founder of Confetti Creative, where she gets women business owners featured in media so they can become the go-to authority in their niche. She's worked with top podcasts like Beyond the To-Do List, Cubicle to CEO, and The Strategy Hour, as well as online publications and blogs. I'm stoked to have her on today because I'm a firm believer in PR, a big reason I have this podcast and a big reason why I'm constantly pursuing PR opportunities as well, because she believes that PR helps you scale and grow your audience for larger platforms to help you sell higher ticket offers. And I totally agree with this and think that PR is an incredible way to also just like broaden your reach in ways that are not just social media. So She believes that when you are seen as a thought leader and have articles and podcast interviews to point to, people are more willing to pay high dollar for your work. So really excited. Thank you so much, Christina, for joining me today. Hi. Thank you so much for having me, Lauren. I'm really excited to be here. Yay. Cool. Okay. So we're just going to dive right in. Why PR? Can you tell the audience a little bit about why you think PR is such a good let's just call it a marketing avenue for growing your business. Yeah. Public relations is such a good marketing avenue because more and more now we're hearing people not know who they can trust. I'm seeing it more on Instagram. I've heard it on podcasts, even on your podcast. And just with people who I've been talking to that now people are getting a little bit more suspicious of coaches making certain claims, service providers making certain claims that can't be backed up. And so if there is a lot of fluff and smoke and mirrors going on, you're not sure of who to trust. The cool thing about public relations is it's not you saying those things necessarily about yourself. In some way, shape or form through public relations, you're getting a third party endorsement from either the publication or podcast who is letting you speak. Or sometimes it's the fact that the publication is choosing to cover you. Those things are all credibility builders. So if you've been featured on She's Busy AF, now it's not just what you say that the clients and people following you have to believe. Now they know, oh, wait a minute. So Lauren thinks that this person's cool. Lauren trusts this person. And I know Lauren. So if Lauren is giving a an endorsement of Christina, then okay, I like her. I can trust her more. So I think PR is really having its day in the sun right now, now that people are being a little bit more skeptical of what to believe in. 
That's a really great point. And I also just feel like hearing someone speak or seeing someone's writing can totally just take it to the next level over just Instagram. Like you, we can pop on our Instagram stories all day and say, I'm so-and-so, this is why I'm qualified, whatever. But being a guest on someone else's podcast allows you to kind of see how people think creatively and strategically in the moment. Like to your point, gives you more credibility as a service provider or a business owner, you know, a coach, a mentor, whatever it is that you are, that you offer as a service. So with that, who do you think PR is best suited for? And I know this could be a layered question, but just kind of answer, tell us what you think, like to the best of your knowledge, like who is PR best suited for? I think PR is best suited for anyone. Because I think there are so many different ways that you can go. One thing that I've been thinking about lately is PR is especially well suited to people who are getting a little sick of social media and not wanting to be on it as much. Because that's another thing that I've been hearing a lot on Instagram and hearing just more and more that people are kind of tired of Instagram always changing. Like how recently Instagram said it was moving to be more of a video platform. It said it was changing to favor reels over other things. And so there's this instability in social media that some people are feeling and a pressure to always be on and always be creating stories and engaging content. So if you're feeling burned out, public relations can be an avenue to expand your audience. And then also, I believe that if you are a service provider or somebody who is trying to do something a little bit more high ticket, public relations can be especially useful for you. One of those reasons is because, as Lauren was saying a little bit before this, these podcast interviews and other written interviews are a great way to not only build your credibility, but also to showcase your personality. So before somebody makes this high ticket investment, before somebody spends $5,000 to be one of your coaching students, they want to know, okay, am I going to resonate with this person? And does this person really know their stuff? before pretty much any other big ticket purchase. Like if you're going to have landscaping done in your yard, you're going to talk to this person, get an estimate, get a quote before you hire them. It's the same if you're going to be a coach or a copywriter or something like an online service provider. People want to get to know you a little bit more before they make such a big investment. Yeah. And I think personality plays into a lot of that too. You know, like Sure, I could help anybody out there, but like that's number one. Number two, it's very saturated marketplaces that we're all living in right now. There's a lot of each one of us. And what really sets us apart and how people work with us is our personality and if they're going to get along with us. I'm trying to think of things without sounding rude. Like a high pitched, squeaky voice (laughs) is probably going to bother me so much. Like not to discriminate against voices, but there's like certain things about working with someone that I would choose this person over that person. I'm joking around with the high-pitched squeaky voice, right? (laughs) But that or just maybe their beliefs, you know, sometimes it can come down to politics as well. And I hate to say that, but if your beliefs aren't aligned, typically that comes down to some core value beliefs too. So if someone's very open about what they believe in, whether it's race, politics, religion, whatever, you want to make sure that you align with that too, because that would like suck to find out later down the line that you are not on the same page and they're advising on strategies in your business that you don't necessarily agree with. I've actually had that happen to me before. One of the first coaches I ever hired, 
and it didn't come down to anything like race, political, religion. It didn't come down to anything like that at all. It actually just came down to how her leadership style was. And I did not have the same leadership style. And she was advising on leadership styles within my own business and how I should run my team meetings and things like that, which is what I hired her for, right? But I was starting to realize like I was having pushback. I wasn't feeling like we aligned with some of those things. So I feel like listening to someone speak on a podcast or taking your time and doing your due diligence to get to know someone without getting to know them like one-on-one will help you make that decision when, when you go to work with someone and when you're buying into high ticket offers. And then the other way around too is like, being your authentic self when you're being featured on podcasts or when you have a podcast, don't be anything you're not. And I almost think to a big extent, don't hold back on your beliefs either because that's how you're going to find your tribe. That's how your tribe's going to find you. And it just makes for like a harmonious working relationship all the way around when you get along and believe in the same things. Yes, exactly. And then that's why I was saying that PR really is for everyone in my eyes because as you were just saying, Everybody has a personality and your personality truly is your best selling point because you're going to attract the people who are like you and who resonate with you. So there isn't just one thing you need to say in an interview. There isn't a wrong way or a right way. Something I always say is that you don't need to sound like a Harvard professor in an interview because I know that makes people nervous a lot. And they'll ask me, how do you know what to say in an interview? What if I say something stupid? It's okay. A lot of times, the people who are in your tribe, the people who are going to resonate with you, they don't speak perfectly all the time either. And if somebody was expecting you to speak like a college professor and you don't, then that means they're not right for you. It's okay. Yeah. And and I think also too, like as someone who's done coaching and mentoring and all of that, and even as a strategist, like we don't always have all the answers either. And like you have to remember too who you're hiring slash yourself we're all learning and growing. We all have imperfections. We're all human. We're not robots. Like you're not hiring the internet encyclopedia. Like <laughs> you're hiring and working with people who are going to help you think creatively and strategically and different. And sometimes that means not having all the answers right then and there. Super important. Cool. So kind of moving on from that, for someone who might be DIYing their PR early on, for anyone listening here who's like, I want to dabble in PR or I'm DIYing it now and I'm just getting started, what are your top three recommendations? My top three recommendations for people DIYing PR is to get clear on what kind of coverage you want, whether you want to do spoken podcasts, whether you want to do written You have to think about which one's better fitting for you. If you are a person who's really energetic and has a lively personality, then podcasts really might be a great place for you to showcase your personality. If you're a little bit more quiet and shy, written might be better because it'll give you a little bit more time with the content. You don't have to come up with things on the spot. And then I would also say to leverage any existing connections that you have because public relations is, you know, relations. It's all about relationships. An easy way to get your foot in the door, whether it be on a podcast, in an online publication, on a blog, would be if you already have an existing relationship with a podcaster or someone in your circle, because they already know you. They know that you're an expert already. They know that you're going to be able to deliver value to their audience. So that minimizes risk for them. Third thing would be to get clear on a topic that you want to pitch. So I always recommend that a great starting place for finding a topic is looking at social media posts that you've made or blog posts. 
that have gotten a lot of traction, whether that be a lot of page views, a lot of comments. I would also look into what do you commonly hear your clients talking about, getting stuck on, struggling with. Third option would be to look at, do you have any controversial opinions in your industry? Is there something that everyone does in your niche? Something that everyone believes, but it really just gets on your nerves or you completely disagree with it? Those are great things to pitch because people don't want to cover the same topics in the same way over and over and over again. If you can come with a fresh perspective, that's probably going to resonate really well with podcasters and journalists. That's so awesome. I'm seeing so many parallels like with marketing and PR, like when you're just saying these things. So like leveraging your connections, right? You want to do the same when you're getting started in business. You want to leverage the people you know to grow your business and then picking topics, right? Like different topics. That's what's going to set you apart in your marketing in general. And then the other thing you said about getting clear on like, are you going to do written? Are you going to do spoken? It's the same thing when you're choosing marketing strategies and like marketing platforms for your business, right? Like I chose podcast, YouTube, and blog because I really love writing and physically showing up. But like, I don't really love creating a bunch of content and graphics for Instagram and other platforms. And I just haven't found like the ROI there either. Like, I could show up on stories so much easier and sell my programs or get more clients or just see higher engagement that way. So I think it's there's it's really cool that there's a parallel between marketing and PR. And I think that that in turn can make it less intimidating for anyone listening who's like, oh, okay, well, maybe PR wouldn't be something that was that's so difficult to tap into just knowing these three things. So that's really awesome. Amazing breakdown. Yeah, you have a lot of these skills already because you're already an expert. So all you have to do is talk about what are you actually seeing? What do you actually think? I think a lot of people might think there's a secret formula for being good at PR and good at interviews, but there really isn't. It's having a conversation with people, and that will help you a lot more than you think, approaching public relations from a more conversational standpoint versus trying to be super professional and polished. If you remember to treat journalists and podcasters like regular people and speak with personality, speak almost like you would with your friends, it will go so much better. They will want to have you featured because you're going to be a much more fun interviewee. Yeah. And I think too, it's important to know, like, I think when people think PR, a lot of people think like going on the news and like, you know, whatever, being on the Today Show and stuff like that. And it's like, the reality is nine times out of 10, that's not going to be where you start. And so it doesn't have to be so scary. I think you can enter and approach PR like on your own terms and start to just open those avenues and see what works for you. And you never know. I also like to look at PR as networking. (laughs) (laughs) Like when I go on other podcasts or even when you're doing like outreach, you just never know who you're going to meet, what type of connection you're going to make. Like I've hired people through being on podcasts and people have hired me through being on podcasts like as guests or like I've have done collaborations with people whose podcasts I've been on and had them on mine too. And I think it's just really cool like what approaching PR efforts can do for your business outside of like the new audience you're going to reach as a result. Yeah. And I think what you're describing is a really cool paradox because people think of PR as being on Good Morning America and they think, okay, that's what's going to lead to more sales, being on the biggest platforms ever. And then whenever they think about podcasts, they might think, oh, being on like a slightly smaller podcast, what's that going to do for me? I don't really want to do it. Being on Good Morning America is not going to necessarily give you an explosion of sales. 
because it doesn't matter how big of an audience you're talking to if that audience is not full of your ideal client. So being on Good Morning America or the Joe Rogan podcast or whatever it may be may not be the best thing for you. That's probably not going to help you sell your offer. Whereas being on podcasts, even if it is something that has maybe a slightly smaller audience, if it's very well niched to your target market, you're going to be able to sell more, make more meaningful connections, have more connections to leverage in your industry, get invited to speak in summits, really grow your business. And so I think a lot of times people sort of have it a little backwards. Yeah. So, ooh, I have a question around that then. Would you, let's just say, let's throw a a generalization out there. All right. Let's say that someone listening to this podcast is a web designer. What kind of podcast, she's a web designer, but she's also just very like open, creative, talkative, like definitely type A, definitely an extrovert. What type of podcasts Oh, and let's let's step take it a step further. She works specifically with small businesses, female owned. Let's go that direction. What type of podcast should she be looking to pitch if she wanted to go on a podcast? If I were her or if I were her publicist, <laughs> I would look for podcasts that target business owners, like creative small business owners, maybe even women business owners, because those are going to be usually her primary clientele. So she wants to deliver her message in places where her ideal client is speaking. So for example, Strategy Hour is a great podcast for creatives. If she could get on that podcast, that would be a great place for her to talk. She also could speak on podcasts that are directed toward web designers, because even though web designers may not be hiring other web designers a ton, it's great to network with other web designers. And it's great to just get your name out there as a resource to other web designers. If I am looking for a designer and I'm scrolling and I see that she's spoken at Web Designers of America conference, I'm going to think, oh, she's a really good web designer. Other web designers are saying she's good. They, They know design, so I should really work with her. So I think those are the two best avenues for her to go down. Wow, that's a really good point. I never thought about like... I do agree on the networking front. Like it's good to kind of like run in your own circles too. You never know you could refer business to if you don't want to take on a project, whatever. Like that's where my mind goes. But I didn't think about like what could happen as a result of being on something like that and the credibility that it gives because you then are looked at as like a notable figure. That's really cool. I love that advice. Awesome. Okay. So tell us about your number one success story with PR, whether that's with you or maybe some results you've gotten for clients. What is something you've been involved in that you're like, just, you love, you're so excited about it. I'm really proud of a project I did recently where I came on as a contractor on an account and I started pitching this business owner to podcasts. She had been pitched to online publications and TV before, but never to podcasts. And so in that one month, I pitched her to 15 shows and secured four podcast interviews. So that works out to about a 22% booking rate, which at agencies that I've worked for in the past, a successful booking rate would be between 10, 15%. So to be able to get to 22% in a month, I felt really, really good about that. Something that I think people often don't realize about public relations is that it's not always 
so shiny and it can take a really long time to get results. For the most part in PR, contracts will be between six months, 12 months, because if we work together for too short of a period of time, you may not get results in one month. It's not uncommon to have to wait until month two to have any form of result. It can be a very slow game. So I felt really good about the turnaround on that one. I uh, feel like I was able to be successful with it because of a lot of the relationships that I've developed already and being able to leverage those with podcasters and different niches. So I felt really good about being able to use what I had built for so long. Wow, that's so amazing. Because it really is true. Like I feel the same way in sales and marketing is like volume is everything, right? But also like it is quality and it is quantity. Like there is a certain amount of outreach you have to do, engagement you have to do with the right people. And sometimes you still don't get follow up from there. And then it's getting creative and how you get in front of them. So yeah, that's I think in a month's time, I worked with someone for three months and got on four podcasts. So and I know she sent a ton more than that. So I know that that's like absolutely, absolutely incredible. What an awesome success story. But with that being said, for anyone listening to this podcast, how can they find you? Number one. And number two, what are some different ways that they can work with you on their PR? You can find me at my website, www.confettycreative.co. You can also find me on Instagram. My handle is at confettycreative.co. The main ways that you can work with me is through getting onto podcasts exclusively, getting onto media outlets such as online publications, blogs, and podcasts. Or we can do sort of a VIP day where I give you all the materials that you need to pitch yourself. Oh, that's super awesome. Yeah. Cool. So it sounds like, you know, either whether someone wants to kind of DIY things and do the outreach themselves, uh, or, you know, if they want to just go all in and have someone help, that would be you. So super awesome. Thank you so much for having this conversation today. I'm a huge believer in PR. And even though I don't really offer it as a service or really advise on it, it is something that meaning advise on it, meaning like I don't work on strategies with my clients typically around this. It is something I always have built into marketing strategies long term for my clients. And I always say, you know what, we've mastered XYZ. PR should also be a, a very crucial step here. And yeah, it's just such a good tool to have and a really good avenue, really great marketing avenue if you are looking to build like like long term audience building strategies. So super awesome. Thank you so much. I will make sure to link all of your things in the show notes. So if you want to find Christina, you can find her on her website and on her Instagram. She is so sweet and such a hype woman. So definitely get connected with her. And we will see you on the next episode of She's Busy AF.